Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. Good morning. It's 8.30. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, online shopping and security tips from Mississippi Attorney General Jim Hood this Cyber Monday, the biggest online shopping day of the year. When you go online, uh, make sure if you're giving your credit card information, the, the uh, URL up the top of your, of your computer screen, it should have HD. T-T-P-S. That S stands for security. Generally, it's green. It'll have a little lock there. Then a new federal rule on overtime pay has been placed on hold. Later, a visit from the experts of Everyday Tech on the cloud and feeding the hungry in Mississippi this holiday season. That's all coming up. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Now that Thanksgiving is over and Christmas is coming fast, many Mississippians are using today, Cyber Monday, to get on top of their holiday shopping. The biggest online shopping day of the year, Cyber Monday, is expected to grow nationally by 7 to 10 percent this year. We spoke with Attorney General Jim Hood about shopping safely online. He says a little caution can go a long way. Online shopping is uh, easy. However, there are some... uh you know, things you need to look out for um, because, this, you know, crime has moved to the Internet. And that's why in the Attorney General's office we have really tried to be uh, progressive in the way that we um, prevent crime, you know. And, and uh, so we, we give a few tips, you know, out of every Thanksgiving during the shopping, Christmas shopping season uh, to people to watch out for things like when you go online, uh, make sure if you're giving your credit card information, the the uh, URL up the top of your of your computer screen, it should have HTTPS. That S stands for security. Generally, it's green. It'll have a little lock there. So, you know, that's one way to to make sure as best you can. You know, nobody's bulletproof on, on uh, from hackers now, as we well know. I mean, even my personal information was stolen during a hack uh, of the of the federal government for a security clearance. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, we're all subject to it, but you just have to just do the best you can in this environment. The second thing I would mention, you know, is, is that when con artists, they'll send you an email trying to say they're from your bank or your credit card or somebody may have stolen your information. They create an emergency. It's always any con is trying to get people, uh, to, to react and put their personal information in. That's one method. The second is, is a lot of times they'll, they'll, in addition to creating an emergency, they'll send you an attachment. Say it's you know it's urgent. You 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 know you open this attachment, and then you know it's usually got a virus, a Trojan horse, uh, some uh, software that will get in, invade your computer, and it'll have a key logger, which will determine when you type in your credit card number. It knows how many numbers are in a credit card number, and it will 
it will seize those and send them out. So during the holiday season, when you go online, just be careful about, you know, somebody sending you an email or some urgent circumstance where you've got to, you know, stop some credit card fraud. Does it um, does a credit card company should it be suspicious if they ask you information beyond your credit card number? I mean, it, sh- should a business be asking you for your social security number, for your bank account, that kind of information? No, no. You just that that is a telltale sign. If they ever ask you for your social security number, uh, that is an indicator that it's you know it could be an identity theft situation that you're dealing with, and you know there are brochures at aggmhood.com that deal with with all these problems that people encounter on today for Cyber Monday, as well as just on, online other problems. But they can go to aggmhood.com and look for prevention tips on identity theft. You can go on and, and we actually have a brochure about how to prevent, you know, a hack uh, from occurring. If you're, you know, say, for example, a, a doctor's office, or, uh, it, it was actually written for local governments that our office produced. But uh, it deals with, uh, you know, preventing a, uh, a hacking situation. And um, so there are other tips online that uh, we encourage people to go online if they're, uh, you know, shopping online. But, you know, there's other things that you have to watch out as well when you go out to local businesses to shop. From everything from, you know, a robber during the Christmas season trying to steal your money. And, you know, our tip there is if, especially if you're a woman, you, you should throw your bill, pull out your billfold and throw it uh, away from them over generally toward their, if they're right-handed and they got a gun, you know, you want to. Because they'll go the right for the money, right? Yeah, they'll go for the money and you run. If you're a woman, you run. You do not let them get you in a car. You you always should take off. And then, you know, we tell people if, if you can, you know, if you want to pay in cash because there's oftentimes now there's uh, the skimmers, you know, that we're, we've seen them pop up in the Metropolitan Jackson area and, you know, on gas pumps and so forth. But those are becoming more prevalent where, the, where they, when you pull out your credit card, you know, so you have to look carefully at an ATM, you know, even a gas pump to see if it looks like it's been tampered with. You know, that's just the telltale signs. And generally, you know, you just can't prevent all these things from occurring, but you just take these precautions, you know, and it's like shopping, you know. Don't be walking by yourself at night out in a parking lot. You know, if you're at a mall or somewhere, they usually have escort services and uh, to walk you out to your vehicle. But, the, you know, those are those are some of the tips that we uh, try to provide and, and prevent a lot of crime because that's, much more important than prosecuting somebody. You know, it's much, much easier to prevent crime than it is to, to solve it and, and prosecute them and, and put them in the penitentiary. And again, that brochure, I think it's called Consumer Safety Tips for Holiday Shopping. They can People can find that on your website? Yes, uh, com, And uh, those tips that will help people uh, prevent anything from technology-type crimes to, you know, the regular old robbers out when you're shopping. So just people just have to pay more attention, be, be cautious, and enjoy the holidays. But pay, pay attention to your surroundings and what you're doing online as well. Attorney General Jim Hood, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Karen. Good to talk to you. Up next, a new federal rule on overtime pay has been placed on hold. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. The election is over, and the nation has a new president, Donald Trump, and a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will keep bringing you the best coverage from coast to coast to help you make sense of it all. So listen every day. MPB Radio's local programs are available now as podcasts. 
sure you love your MPB mobile app. It streams your favorite program anytime you like. But when streaming's not the thing, say, in flight or driving on the Natchez Trace, download your favorite podcast and you've got it in your pocket. Available on iTunes or on any podcast app. Grab your local MPB podcast now. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. A federal rule requiring overtime pay for salaried employees making less than $47,000 a year has been placed on hold. The injunction temporarily freezes the proposed changes and keeps them from going into effect. The suit challenging the rules awaits trial. MPB's Paul Boger spoke with Blake Wilson, president and CEO of the Mississippi Economic Council. He says the new rule, if it's ultimately approved, could add burdens to small business owners. People are going to comply with what you got to comply with. The only thing that I've said pretty much all along with this is that uh, what's unfortunate is that the millennial generation likes flexibility. And this is going to really change the way this works so that when companies could give their millennials a lot of flexibility, it's now going to introduce a punch clock mentality to that workplace. There's going to be a lot of folks that aren't real happy with that. It's like with any regulation, anything new, you just, you, you're going to live with it and, and deal with it. The amount of money, the actual cost, is relatively small. It's just going to be met. It's going to be that you're going to have to manage it very closely and make sure that um, make sure that uh, your you know your your people aren't working overtime that they're not getting paid for. A lot of people that are used to taking comp time and having a lot of flexibility just aren't going to be able to do that. You know, comp time's not an option. Reading some of the reports I've read, you know, business leaders are saying that this is essentially bad for business. That it could put some small businesses out of business, essentially. Is, do you think that's true, or is this, like you said, is this more of a... Well, a, I doubt that it's going to put anybody... I mean, it, it, it's hard to say. I, I, I would say that's probably a strong statement, but it is raising the cost of doing business, and mostly it's putting an additional burden on a small business person to have to track stuff. You know, like, you know, in a small business, you know, if you can say, well, why don't you take the afternoon off, you know? Well, it's going to kind of change that. It's going to have to account for all that. It's going to have to be managed very differently, very, very differently than it has been today. That, that's going to be the, the trickiest part is just keeping track of it. One of the things that the president-elect has said is that he's going to talk, think about overturning these particular regulations. Would would MEC or would you support that? To do what? Overturning it? Overturning the, the new overtime regulations. I think it would be worth taking a look at it. You got to say what are you going to overturn it to, and I, I think you know the first key is what are they going to look at. We haven't taken a position relative to overturning it, but I will tell you it, it is it is a burden and it's real, and it's a burden not only it's not just a burden for the employer, it is also a burden for the employees. It really is, and that's the additional challenge. MPB's Paul Boger with Blake Wilson of the Mississippi Economic Council on possible new federal overtime pay rules. Up next, a visit from the experts of everyday tech on the cloud. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. The election is over. The nation has a new president and a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will continue to bring you the best coverage from coast to coast to help you make sense of it all. Listen every day.
When you have dyslexia, reading can be exhausting. There are words you just know, like Act One, Scene One. But come across, say, discombobulated. Starts with a D. That first three letters, dis. I don't break that into a unit. And then the next ones, I don't know what the next few letters are. I'm Ari Shapiro. What's it like to have dyslexia? Later on, All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at four on NPB Think Radio. Mississippi Public Broadcasting has partnered with StoryCorps to share first-person accounts of the lives of Mississippians from all walks of life. StoryCorps' mission is to preserve and share the stories of American lives through personal interviews. You can hear these locally recorded interviews each Tuesday morning at 8.30 as part of Mississippi Edition on NPB Think Radio. These segments will also be available at mpbonline.org. This is Everyday Tech on Mississippi Edition. I'm Sharita Brent, here with Wilkes Couture, information technology expert at Nucor Steel and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. And this morning, we're going to be talking about the cloud, what you can do with the cloud, and what you can put in the cloud. Good morning, Wilkes. Thanks for being in today. Good morning, Sharita. Tell us a little bit about the cloud. It's not actually the one in the sky. This is the thing that people can use to store things in. So if you were to explain to somebody what the cloud is, how would you explain it? Well, the cloud is basically, uh, you know, all of us have probably seen Dorothy and following the yellow brick road and the man behind the mirror and everything. It's basically that item in the sky, in essence. It's out there. It's not something that you're physically touching all the time. It's not right there with you, but it's services. And you mentioned storage. It's those things that are out there that are being provided as a service back to us from some man behind the mirror. Do you need Internet to access the cloud or can you access it offline? You definitely need Internet for the cloud. If it's not being physically stored on the computer that you're using, in essence, you're actually using the cloud or what what the cloud Hmm. really is intended to be. So what all can you put in the cloud? Or a better question is, who needs it? Is it for people who have a lot of pictures and they don't want to take up all that space on the phone? Who needs the cloud? Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of different approaches to it. One thing, you know, we mentioned on the show was talking about things like backups use my wife for an example. Her grandmother had written down a lot of recipes before she had passed, and we scanned these in, made PDFs out of them, and now we store them in the cloud so that other nieces, nephews, and such could actually get to them if they needed to, so as a way of backing up and protecting them. Like you mentioned, things like photographs. Photographs are very common to put up in the cloud services, and what they really are providing you as a way to store that information away from your physical location. Just a simple backup, basically. But even beyond just the storing of your files, you've also got your services. A lot of us will use iTunes and some of these other kind of programs. Those are actually cloud services. They're actually sending you music from outer space, basically. Another great example of that is you can, in essence, think of MPB Online's app as a cloud service. You're Mm. using the Internet to get to that, but we are providing you content on demand from beyond your own device that's not physically located with you. Is the cloud free, or do you have to pay for it? Well, it depends on the services you want. Quite a few of them, luckily, are free. Things such as Google Drive, Microsoft has OneDrive. A lot of folks have probably heard of Dropbox. Those are definitely free services. It really depends on what level of service you're looking for. If I have a cloud and I want to share some files with someone who doesn't have a cloud profile, can I do that? 
you can actually. It's fairly easy to do. I'll use you know Google Drive for an example. It's as simple as right clicking on the item or even the folder that you're wanting to share to someone. You say, I want to share this. Hey, I want to share this particular file with Wilts over here. You would right click on that, say that you're wanting to share it, include my email address. It would then send me a message. I would not require an account. It may ask me if I would like to create one. You know, that's always an option, but I'm not required to have one. But I would be able to then access your information because you said, hey, recipient at this email address, I'm going to allow you to have this access. You can send us an email before or during the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. For Wilts Couture, I'm Sharita Brent. This is Everyday Tech on Mississippi Edition. Thanks for listening. The election is over, and the nation has selected a new president, and with it, a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will continue to bring you the best coverage from coast to coast. Listen every day. Hey, y'all, I'm Felder Rushing. Ain't it a great day? Now, my truck stands out around town. A garden in the back will do that. You can make your car truck stand out with the new MPB Car Tag. MPB Car Tag. It's a great way to show your support for MPB. Visit mpbonline.org and sign up for yours today. Woohoo! This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. For many Mississippians, the holidays are a time to be thankful. For others, the season of giving only reminds them of how little they have. This is true for the 600,000 Mississippians who face hunger every day. Charles Beatty is CEO of the Mississippi Food Network, the only food bank in the state. Beatty spoke with MPB's Mark Rigsby recently after getting a donation from Nissan. He says most donations to the Mississippi Food Network come in during the holiday season. We are a food bank. A food bank is a charitable organization that receives warehouses and distributes food to uh, those who need it. We're affiliated with uh, Feeding America, which is the largest organization of its kind in the United States with a mission of trying to eliminate hunger in our, uh, in our great country. Some 44 million people in the United States of America go to bed hungry and or food insecure uh, every night. Uh, Mississippi is the hungriest state in the nation, statistically speaking. New York City has more hungry people, but statistically we have more, uh, uh, a greater percentage of hungry people. There are some 600,000 people in the state of Mississippi who are hungry and or food insecure. Is that due to the high level of poverty we have? And that certainly has an awful lot to do with it. And this particular check that was uh, presented this morning by Nissan, $20,000, is going to allow us to provide backpack meals for over 100 students for the next 33 weeks at uh, Project Upward on Winter Street uh, in West Jackson. And we're really grateful for that gift, and particularly given the fact that this is uh, we're smack dab in the middle of the giving season. That's going to make a lot of kids happy. Two questions. What's in the backpacks, and why give the backpacks to the kids and not their parents? Uh, well, actually, well, there's a nutritious meal is in the backpack, so that you take the kids from uh, Friday through the, uh, through the weekend. In some particular instances, we are providing meals uh, to both children and their families 
uh, one in North Mississippi and another one at uh, Brown Elementary uh, here in the uh, in the Jackson area. So so we're aware of the fact that kids are taking those backpacks home backpacks home and sharing them with their with their siblings and their parents. Tuesday after Cyber Monday and Black Friday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is what is known as uh, Charity Tuesday or Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, right. Tell us uh, about the expectations for donations to the Mississippi Food Network on that day. Well, um, let me put it this way. We are the only food bank in the state of Mississippi. I think I mentioned earlier that there's some 200 in the, uh, in the United States. Most states have two, three, four food banks within, their, uh, within the boundaries. So we're responsible for trying to get uh, food out to the 600,000 people in the state of Mississippi who are hungry and or food insecure. The only way we can do that is through the generosity of others. Last year we had some 12,000 people in the state of Mississippi who donated a dollar, five dollars, twenty-five dollars, a thousand dollars to the work that we do. And the only way that we can provide the kind and quality of work, uh, provide the food to the young people, the old people, and uh, to anybody who needs it is through uh, as a result of that uh, generosity. Right now we have a million and a half pounds of food on the floor. In a month, all that food will be gone, and another million and a half pounds will replace it. We're distributing about 20 million pounds of food every year in the state of Mississippi. Do you see a spike at all on Giving Tuesday, Charity Tuesday? Um, We're hoping for a real large spike. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was from uh, last year, but we're grateful for Giving Tuesday. And any time we have um, a situation like that where we can get our name out there and have people contribute to the work that we do, we're grateful for it. A lot of people open up their uh, pocketbooks, checkbooks, um, and also their hearts during the holiday season. But um, what have you seen in terms of your donations during the holidays opposed to the rest of the year? Well, uh, let me put it this way. I, I sign every uh, letter that we send out for the people who are donating to us. And these are the two busiest months of the year for uh, November and December. So I'm hoping that I get all kinds of writer's cramp uh, in November and December thanking people for the donations that they send in. But the, these are the two busiest months for us. We had a real busy uh, two months last, uh, uh, last year, and we're hoping for the same thing this year and more. Talk to our listeners right now. How would you engage them to donate to charity, whether it's yours or any other? Um, well, I, 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 my heart is with the uh, the poor and the food insecure in the state of Mississippi. So my mind is on the gifts that uh, that we get here at Mississippi Food Network. And again, the only way that we're able to exist and uh, and and provide the food that we provide to the people who need it is through the generosity of others. So for anybody out there in the listening audience who might be inclined to make a gift to any charity uh, during the giving season, please do that from the bottom of your heart. Uh, we can provide seven meals for every dollar that we receive. So no gift is too small or too large for us. So if you're in the mood, write a check. Uh, come over and visit us on Beattie Street, B-E-A-T-T-Y, any time of the day. Uh, well, not any time of the day. We're open from uh, 7.30 until 4 every day. And you have a website? We have a website, www.msfoodnet.org. 
MPB's Mark Rigsby with Charles Beattie of the Mississippi Food Network on donating food and money during the holidays to help hungry Mississippians. Before we leave, just a couple of notes about our weather. Storms today, wind today, a wind advisory for 54 of Mississippi's 82 counties, uh, north, central, and southwest. We already have rain and wind in Greenville. In Greenwood, a report of heavy rainfall and wind. Tupelo and Oxford, it is raining. Again, the uh, the wind advisory starts at 9 o'clock. That's just a few minutes away. So batten down the hatches, so to speak, and be prepared for heavy rainfall. That is today. Keep an eye on the weather. Coming up after Mississippi edition, it's Deep South Dining. Now you're talking with Marshall Ramsey and Southern Remedy. If you want to catch the show outside the broadcast, search for Mississippi edition in your favorite podcasting app. And I'm Karen Brown. Join us again tomorrow morning at 830 for the next Mississippi edition only on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. It's Market.